Welcome to the Curiosity Podcast, a show about everything e-commerce and digital business. The aim is simple, to help you thrive online. And now, your host, Matt Edmondson. Welcome, my fellow e-commerce entrepreneurs. My name is Matt Edmondson, and this show is for those of us curious about e-commerce and want to know how to get better at doing digital business. Coming up in today's show, I am doing a coaching call with Dan Henders, who is the owner of beardandbones.co.uk, and we chat predominantly about reviews and how to get people to leave reviews on our website to help with that all-important conversion. I will, of course, put a link to today's to today's guest, Dan's website. That doesn't make any sense. I'm going to put a link to Dan's website in the show notes, which you can get along with the transcript from today's show at my website, mattedmondson.com. And of course, let me do a big shout out to the show's sponsor, Curious Digital, uh, the amazing experience-based e-commerce platform that I use myself on my own e-commerce businesses. And if you've been following along so far, you'll know that I am just starting out on an amazing adventure, trying to set up and launch 100 new e-commerce businesses, new websites that I am personally involved with, uh, either directly, uh, it's just me or um, and my team, or I'm doing it with some partners. All of those sites I am doing on the Curious Digital platform. It is, for me, the best e-commerce platform out there. So if you are looking for a new e-commerce website, be sure to check it out at curious.digital. That's curious with a K, not a C, right? Curious.digital. Okay, let me introduce to you today's guest. Uh, I am coaching Dan Henders, who is an e-commerce entrepreneur, just like, well, just like you, I'm guessing. And together we will be tackling uh, his current most critical e-commerce problem, which is reviews. Dan is the owner of beardandbones.co.uk and he has many a happy customer, but he is challenged by the fact that less than 1% of those customers actually leave reviews on his website. Now, you know and I know reviews are so super critical for customers to get to know the products and the services and to grow that trust in the brand and the website and to give them the confidence they need to make a purchase. Uh, So a lack of reviews is one of the big problems uh, with conversion and it quickly stunts the growth of your business. Uh, The thing I like about my conversation with Danny is totally transparent, totally out there. And he's um, he carries that through with a sort of with his community. He's got a very friendly relationship with his Instagram followers and customers. Um, And so he shares his challenge of acquiring customer reviews. But, you know, from something other than Instagram, how does he get them on his website whilst uh, being careful not to bombard people or spam people with emails? Okay, it's a great conversation uh, and we are going to get into it right now. So here's my conversation with Dan Henders. So, Dan, thanks for being on the show. Great to have you. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) That's great. Um, So beardandbones.co.uk. Tell us, where, where did that come from? This person that worked with my mum was telling uh, my mum about this idea for a beard care company um, and wanted some sort of advice. So I went to speak to him. 
at the time, this was sort of July 2018, and uh, he just sort of said to me, um, I've got this idea for a beard care company. Um, here's some designs. What would you think? Um, obviously, first impressions, I was just like, I used to be, obviously, none of you can see me, but I used to be fresh face, always shaven, <laughs> never grew a beard. Um, so I just, I was like, um, I don't know anything about beard care, but I just thought, no, I'm just going to just gonna go away. So I went away. I thought I'd draw up a quick little business plan, do a bit of market research on the current sort of, um, you know, situation out there. Um, I noticed it was sort of, it was unique, but I kind of got a rough idea that most beard care companies would have these really sort of woody scents and strong, like masculine scents. And then just, I thought there must be a different way we can approach this. So, and they all had the same bottles, the same glass dropper bottles or um, plastic. And I thought, I don't want to be the same. I uh, found a really good supplier that's used um, skull-shaped bottles, which, oh, okay. like, that was just, that got a foot in the door from, that's how you stand out on Instagram. You have to be unique or you have to be better at something else. So when, obviously... So yeah, so basically, kind of, we got together. I said, "Here's here's the plan. This is what I found. I'm gonna go and jump in ahead." Um, I said, "I'll learn how to make the cosmetics." I said, "I don't want to get a company to make it because it, it, you don't have the same sort of passion. I think you feel better if you make it." So I spent hours and hours on end in the kitchen, working these different recipes, researching oh, wow. recipes, hours and then like. There's so many different variables which you have to put in. It's like baking a cake from scratch. And someone goes, here's your free ingredients. I can't tell you how much you have to put in, but figure out yourself. So <laughs> Have a go, it, see it, how you get yeah. on. Yeah. So, it, it's, so it's most pretty, people, when they um, set up like a cosmetics company, they, they'll have an idea for a product and then they'll go to a company which does formulation. Yeah. And they, and they put it together. But you thought... Well, you know what? I I can do this myself. Yeah. And have you ever have you had any background in product formulation, or you just thought no, no? So <laughs> okay. it, it was more. So you just sort of jump into the deep end. Why not? I, I've got this weird sort. Of, I don't think it's weird. It's not a bad thing. I like to sort of. I think it's like obsessive sort of thing. Um, like once once I commit to something, I go all in. Like so, I met so my business partner at the time. It was called Jake. I met him for like two weeks before I actually agreed to jump in the business with them. Yeah. Some people probably go. That's well, quite impulsive. Yeah. I, I think it is like mm. on like sort of the first sort of day, I think, or the first sort of second meeting after I dropped, like basically told him the business plan. Um, he's not, he's got nothing to do with business background. He had an art degree or illustration degree from um, Plymouth as well. He, he doesn't know anything. He didn't know anything about business. So I just kind of, we went onto this website, we found all these obviously really good products. Um, then we just sort of committed to that. I think that day I, I spent, I think it was like 200 pounds at the time, which sort of, it's quite a lot of money, sort of someone that you've only met two weeks prior. Sure. So it's just sort of one of those. And I was like, I'm just going to commit. Cause if not, like it's just going to probably just end up fizzing out. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so Beard of, and Bones was born. You had a chat with a guy you just met, yeah. and then you decided you'd figure out how to make these products yourself. So you make yeah. them. 
Um, you found a good supply for your packaging. I like what you said, actually. You know, you, you did your research, and a lot of people don't. But um, <laughs> yeah. you'd be amazed, actually, how many people don't research the products. Yeah. Um, but you went and you looked at what everybody else was doing and thought, how can I stand out? How can I be different? So you said that everybody else did a wood-type scent or smell. Yeah, so a lot of the kind of, you'd think beard bombs is sort of like everyone that's got beards, you think they've got a manly smell. Whereas me and Jake, we sort of, at the time we went, let's try something different. So we said, at the time, obviously we was playing around with the scents before. We like a fruity scent. I said, I'm passing, I like fruity scents. I think they're quite nice. So when was making them, my mum, she works in a, in a hairdressing shop across sort of the road. We went across. She said, oh, this man's got a beard. Try, bring some stuff over. So we was like, okay. We brought it over, and that time he was having a haircut, and we actually gave it to the, his wife, and she smelled it, and she went straight away, oh, my God, that is incredible. How much do you want for it? Like, just a small little bomb. And I was like, mm. at the time, we said, like, fiver. Because obviously it was just, like, we just gave him a few extra things as well, because it was like, we were so... But it was that different approach of it's not just the user is the buyer. You got women who have to appreciate the scent as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's important. Have, yeah, exactly. So we have a lot of men now that they go the misses approves. The misses approves. I like that's actually a great tagline. You literally um, said they go the misses approves and like or they love it. And then they just, that's where it's kind of, you just get, it's just, it's great. It's a different approach. Cause everyone goes, okay, the target market is men. Let's go to the men and what they want. Whereas if you sort of asked, it's just a different approach. It's sure. Different. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it's a, it's a good thing. I mean, it's, um, I see what you, I, I like that. The Mrs. Appro- approves. That's a, a, a great way. Um, and so you went different on the sense, which is great. So explain the, you, well, you have explained the school-shaped bottles is because, yeah. again, you just wanted to stand out a little bit from the yeah. brown bottle with a white label, I'm taking it's it. Just, yeah, so it was more, you see sort of a lot. We just wanted to be completely different but from everyone. So everyone had the same packaging and the same sense. Why would any company, you have to look, look at it from a normal perspective, why would any company want to choose us versus like anything that's out there that's been established for five years, 10 years, or, you know, a big company, you need to be something different. So we thought, okay, we'll have glass, glass skulls, one that eye catching. So aesthetically pleasing. And then after that, okay. And then they go, what's in this sense? And then we go, okay, we've got candy floss, bubble gum, cherry. And then they're, they're, they're caught. They're like, whoa. And then they just find it something completely different. They're like, then that's sort of how you kind of get get in with them, really. Sure. Okay. So that was the thinking behind the product and the brand. And obviously, you've had the site up and running for coming up for a year. Is that right? About nine months, nine, ten months. Um, so what's your biggest problem that you need to deal with on the site? Um, I, I personally think it's reviews for the sake of oh, – I notice – I do it myself. So I, I, when I look at a product or a website, then it's caught my eye. So I go on there, just say it's um, I don't really know to be honest, but like sort of anything. Even when I'm looking for um, like products, so different 
stuff for my business. I'll go yeah. into a website which is sort of by that sort of sorry about that, my phone's sort of going off and always Um so yeah, so when I kind of go onto any sort of like website that I'm looking to expand product range, I'll sort by popularity or reviews. And then I'll come up and see a number of you know products and then obviously yeah. I'll reviews. But what I've kind of found on my website, even though we get loads of people reviewing products on social media and like, you know, taking photos of it and explaining this is this this smells lovely, this is great packaging, like just everything you can, but to get that transition to get them to leave a review on the website, it's very difficult. So for example, I don't know if you actually want to go on it. On the beard oil. Okay, so, let's have a look at the beard oil. Yep. Um it will come up like five reviews. Okay. If you sort of compare to how many we sold it, I think it's probably less than one percent leave reviews or six reviews now. But so okay. So what's your review policy at the moment? How do you? So let's say I buy beard oil. Um, how do so, you get me to write a review? Do you ask me to do it, or do you just kind of leave me to my own devices, hoping that I'll do it? Um, I don't actually have normally. I've got a thank you card which sort of gets put in every single delivery. I could probably show you if you hold, shall I go and grab it or I can no, show you? No, it's okay. I can, I, I can picture it in yeah, my mind. So, so you, just, you put a card inside the box. Yeah, which just says like, thank you for you know choosing us. Uh, please tag us on uh, social media with obviously at Beard and Bones UK. Um, if you like, please leave a review on our website. It's at www.beardandbones.co.uk. Yeah. Uh, something so easy. But I think people find it difficult because if you go to leave a review now like so you have to be logged in first so at the top you have to be logged in to leave a review okay so i have to come to your website well you, you give me the card i have to remember to come to your website i then have to log in and i then have to leave the review yeah okay and they have to go onto the product on review and then like leave it mm -hmm. but this is the difference between it's kind of it's got pros and cons because Lisa know everyone that's not fake. She's got verified owner, verified owner. These are all people that bought the product. Yeah, so and they're I, all genuine people. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So here's how. Um, here's the thing: when you when we first started in e-commerce, right? I'm, I'm when I say when I'm talking back in 2006. This was a long time ago, right? It was great. Reviews were, you, you didn't really have reviews back then, actually. And when they started, people would come to the site quite happily. They would log into their account and they would leave a review, no problem. Okay. But that equals hassle now. Everything has to be quick. Everything has to be instant and easy for them to get anybody to take action. And so we, over the years, have developed and changed how we ask for reviews on our e-commerce sites. And we found a way that works pretty well. Okay. And it's it, it kind of goes like this. So you buy a product um, and we send you the product. And like you, we put in there a little note, a little card saying, thanks for buying. It's great to, you know, welcome to the Jersey family or, or whatever it says on the card. Uh, like and share on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what we do then is about a week later, email them. Um, we just do it with an automation. So the system automatically emails like five days 
after the order has been placed and says, hey, Dan, thanks for buying, you know, the candy floss beard oil. Would love to know what you think. Click here to leave the review. We'd really appreciate it because we're a family, you know, whatever. There's some text that you would use that would make sense for your brand. And so you encourage them to click the button. They click the button and they're taken to a page where the products they've ordered are, you know, it's just those products. They don't have to log in because we know that they've clicked a link which we've emailed to them. And so they just click that link. They click the star rating. They write their review and it takes like 30 seconds. Well, just doing that simple process meant our reviews went from being like yours, from being like sort of less than 1% of purchases to actually being three or four times more than that. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was chalk and cheese, the difference. I was going to say, I, I do have a similar approach. Mine's more, if I, because we're quite um, active and quite, close with our people on social media on especially instagram we've managed to got like following of 3.7 like thousands mm. so when we kind of a lot of people like to message us after they've ordered or we're talking to them at times if they've got a question about a product or what scent do you recommend so i normally kind of i have like kind of a three-step approach so they kind of order they say oh i've just ordered they obviously send a screenshot or just tell me they've ordered so i say thank you i say i'll get it posted tomorrow or the following day or whenever so i message them when it's posted i say can you let me know when it's arrived and then and obviously the when it's arrived they normally send and you do that out. messaging on instagram yeah so this is not sort of automated which is it's more i've kind of i think that's more personal so I, I do see it sometimes from many companies that i sort of buy off they've obviously do the same approach which you obviously talked about um they'd have an automated service which sets up like, you know, between one and three days, sometimes one in a week to say, uh, thank you for your purchase, please review here. But yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I just don't do it. I see an email. I see so many emails from different sorts of suppliers or from Amazon and this and that. I'm just overwhelmed by like all these reviews. And sometimes I try to go, oh, it's a small business. I need to help them out. But I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you've got the right approach. I was saying the, the, the thing that I'm, I'm, I guess we need to do is figure out a way which keeps that personal touch, which you like, um, so it's not the, you know, anonymous big corporate sending you stuff. It's still got that sort of Dan touch. But you've, you've, you need to merge that with making it as easy as is humanly possible for someone to leave a review on your website. And that's the, that's the critical thing. And you can now get it actually where people leave reviews in the emails. I mean, we send them an email and get them to click through to the website. You can actually get it now where they where they just fill those form icons in an actual email. So they don't even have to leave their email program to give you the review. Again, just removing that sort of step, which makes it difficult uh, for them to do it. And I get why, why you'd want to do it manually. I don't think automation's bad. I think impersonal is bad and you can you can mix the personal with automation do you know what i mean you can make it connect and feel with the customers with automation i personally which i really need to do i need, i don't send out any emails i've not got oh, wow. yeah which is something that it, it, it's something that's quite need it needs to be sorted for the fact that i don't send out like 
because I I see it loads. I buy one product from a company. I mem- I remember this. I bought a protein shake from a company about three years ago, and they spam me with emails near enough every day. Like I bought this like one. I must have been I don't know. Yeah, I was young. I was nineteen at that time. I bought it and and like literally I'll get taxes through. And it's just it's constant bombardment, which is something that I kind of went right. I don't really want that. I do need to send out emails more. I've looked at sort of different companies that do have this sort of uh, thing which you can send through, just a update. Hi, we've re- released a new product, but that's something that I really need to list. Actually, get in, get going. So, yeah, you do, and I I get why that you know you don't want to spam customers, um, but then you don't want to be silent either, right? Because as good as your product is, people forget companies really quickly, you know? And so email marketing is one of those things where um, I would strongly recommend you do that. It'll make a big difference to your repeat orders. Uh, And the other thing, you know, is, I mean, do you send out emails when people have purchased saying, hey, thanks for your order, your order's been shipped? Yeah, so that's... And then we've got a thing where I've, when I've obviously posted the order i'll go on to sort of the website go down to all the orders and click on all of them that we've posted and say completed mm. and that's another automated message saying thanks for shipping with us or thanks for ordering us it, it's on its way so yeah. we do yeah. have orders sort of we do have emails getting pumped out but there's never any sort of update one that's where we kind of have where we leverage we're not leverage that's why we have this more social media side where we we like to do like a post a day at least. Um, obviously, sometimes it's not; it doesn't help if you've obviously got people that's not actually bought from us. That's bought from us, but not on social media. They obviously, yeah. Bought- I was going to say, how do you find out? Let's say I I buy a product from you. How do you connect with me on Instagram? How do you know I've done that? Personally, it's it's more they kind of so normally they follow us or. And then they kind of like message us or we kind of, you get a kind of put two and two together. You kind of see the name. Okay. One of the things I've, I've seen really well is where you send personalized messages. Have you tried that video messages? I've, I've not personally done it. I'm like, I am, I've got, it's kind of weird. I've got, it doesn't feel like they're customers. Like we've actually got like group chats on like our beard and bones like page where it's actually they kind of like talk on a daily basis, share sort of advice to like other, it doesn't feel like on the company, you're the customer. We've got this very sort of transparent, close relationship, which I, I, I don't really see a lot of many companies do that they've, they interact with their customers at such a friendly approach. Mm. I know some companies like did the complete opposite and it backfires massively they don't yeah and i I get i i I do get that but i think you could use i mean you know if you if you don't want to spam people with email i you know i think you need to overcome that fear um but i say again sorry it's not fear it's more i don't one know 100 percent how to do it and then two it's i've not even committed the time to doing it yeah yeah. i know sort of we're logging to some sort of email you know plugin or client 
MailChimp, for example, set up all the users, then then obviously pump out, you know, set them up. But it's it's more the there's other things that I need to be doing. There's not enough hours in the day, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's it's interesting, isn't it? When you set up your own e-commerce business, you get so busy doing all these different things. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, email marketing is one of those things that you could set up and just leave on automation, even if it's a case of, you know what, somebody buys a product, um, I'm going to set up a sequence, which, you know, you've got to set up, but once it's set up, it's set up, which emails them and says, hey, thanks for your order. A week later, emails them and says, hey, fancy leaving us a review. Two weeks later says, hey, check out a blog post on why Beard Balm is better than whatever. Um you know, a week or so later, emails them and say, "Listen, when you're getting, when you're running low, uh, order another one. Here's a coupon for your next order, kind of thing." Do you know what I mean? It's, and it 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 can do that whole thing automatically just to keep people connected with what you're doing. I do wonder whether something like um, just spending, you know, twenty minutes a day uh, for the people that you know on Instagram that have ordered, just sending like a ten second message, video message to them saying, "Hey." Simon, thanks for ordering the candy floss beard balm. Hey, look, this is me packing. You know, I've packed it and you show them that it's in the envelope. It's on its way. Let me know that you get it. And you send that to them. And then you bring in that kind of personal touch. That's kind of cool. And it's easy to do when you're starting off in some respects. It's difficult when you've got, you know, hundreds and thousands of orders going through your website every day. But that's a different problem. And then you could, if you set yourself a reminder, say, right, uh, all the people that ordered a week ago, I'm just going to send them a message on Instagram saying, hey, uh, I hope you're getting on well with, hey, Simon, I hope you're getting on well with your um, candy floss beard bomb. Would love it if you could head over to the website and leave a review. I've sent you an email with a quick link, which you can click uh, just to leave us a review. Would really appreciate it. It's helping us grow the business. Have a great day. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, a 20 second thing like that. Those sort of thing. I, I wouldn't personally um, do the kind of. I, I do like the approach of the sort of sending the video. What what obviously we used to do, we used to send sort of like personalised letters. Mm. Then it, it just become like unfeasible to do as we're scaling, as we're getting more and more orders per day. It just it just wasn't like time. The amount of time that we're putting in. Like I kind of, it just wasn't being like appreciated. Sort of like I, I know, sort of, it's hard to kind of even calculate that. But with obviously the approach that you sort of said, obviously I do kind of follow up on people, but it gets sort of hard to kind of track who's bought what, and then obviously if they're if they're not on social media, so I, I definitely need to kind of spend a good, I don't know, a few days deep researching into email marketing because I, I know it, it works because I, I see messages like emails from companies that obviously I, I forget about and then sort of I see an email and then it reminds me of going on the website sure. but yeah but I, I definitely sort of need to look into that I think but with the reviews thing I still find it difficult with parent well we've just started shipping on Amazon and we're, we're trying to obviously Amazon's sort of same approach you need to get reviews obviously reviews sort of put you out there against any other company um so someone like messenger said um have you got a link so i'm, I'm trying to push them to like the amazon and like a website so i said there's the link to the amazon i said he bought it he said oh it smells brilliant thank you i said can you leave a review he said yeah sure obviously you know three or say about three or four days time now 
like no review. I thought, do I bombard him again and say, hi, sorry, I know you're busy, but can you leave review? There's that level of, I don't want to be too pushy. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, that's... I do. And unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately, in all the years I've been doing this, there's no specific formula that I can give you which would say this is the amount of times you contact people and this is when you contact them. That's going to come through testing. I have no issue, like with our reviews, when we email people and say, can you leave a review? We email them three times. And if after three times they've still not written a review, then I I don't email them anymore about writing reviews. So if they if they buy from us, I send them three emails about writing a review. Um, I then there's a note made on the system, and so when they buy from us a second time, we don't then send them the same emails asking them to write reviews, but we would the third time they purchased. Do you see what I mean? Because by then they may have come to know us a little bit better. So we have to take into account where they are on the spectrum but we know that works for us because that's what we've tested and you've you've got to test that so if you're asking people to write reviews whether it's on your website or whether it's on amazon you know it may be you ask them once you maybe ask them twice you maybe ask them a third time but in the third email say listen hey uh, just remind me if you could leave a review that's great um, i'm not going to keep pestering you about this this will be the last email that i send no worries if you don't want to leave a review I hope you don't mind me asking. Have a great day. People are, are fine by that. Do you know what I mean? They don't feel like they're getting spammed. It's as long as you know you're not sending them an email every day saying leave a review. Yeah, yeah. I think as long as you sort of you you're not bombarding them with it, not spamming because then they become to like go off your business. It has the opposite effect where you've got it a does. customer. Yeah, it's something you're like at what cost do you want this review sort of thing? Do you want to lose a customer just to get five stars on your, like that, that's the way I sort of look at it. We yeah. like, if you want to scroll up on the website, I actually sort of did try to take some sort of approach with it. So there's a reviews tab. We have a lot of people that do YouTube reviews. Oh, okay. Let's have a so look at that. They, kind of, they buy products from us. They like to sort of get out there. So, it should hopefully kind of load up with, if you press read more, it should actually be YouTube embedded. We've got all these sort of people that have done reviews themselves. Obviously, I won't. I won't. Oh, wow. The fact that I have to click on reviews, re- YouTube reviews, read more to get to this, I wonder whether you should take like one of those reviews and put it on your homepage. This, I'm using WordPress. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's different me like I, i've always used shopify i've used uh wix in the past but my friend who actually hosts this website for me he's got his own like hosting server obviously he says use like wordpress so i said fine and then but it's different so if you look clicked on home page you can't have there's not much customization there's literally the products itself and then that's it like yeah. there's no it's just little things like that. And I'd personally like to sort of upgrade it where there is different things like down obviously the side, the right hand side, we've got like obviously a social media thing where Yeah. I can see your Instagram. Yeah. I think that looks quite cool. I don't know I know big, big companies sort of have their social media, but yeah, I think yeah. maybe like some sort of plug in that's down the side that says like reviews and then they can like toggle through the videos. Yeah, I think you know, I we could spend all day talking about website design, but I mean, obviously you want to focus on reviews. So 
if I, if I bring it back to reviews, then we'll come back to your homepage. Those video reviews are like gold dust. People will watch those. And if I, if I were you, I'd find ways to get them on the homepage. And if they're talking about a specific product in those videos, I would also put that video on that product page. That's a good idea. I might. So if they're talking about the candy floss, um, uh, balm, then I'd be like, right, I'm doing a, I'm putting that video on the candy floss page. Do you see what I mean? So people can watch that. You can actually do that on sort of on like a, page at the bottom there's obviously the tabs where like the reviews are mm. one of them says like your ingredients i could have like video reviews and then leave like the hyperlink there for them to yeah i'll try and embed it again make it as easy as possible with the, the least amount of clicks so if it's there on the page embedded all people have to do is just click the play button they'll watch it if it's just a text link where they click through and do you know what i mean it it it, it doesn't it doesn't really work as well and you want it in its big format you know it's like i'd put the headline you know review video uh review by tony or whoever's done the review on the candy see what tony thinks about the candy floss bomb in this his youtube review people will watch that and that's going to be kind of cool what i don't with that sort of aspect i've i've not kind of thought of it in that way so it's, it's a good idea i just don't want to guide their attention away from buying the product obviously the main part of a website yeah, i don't think i don't think it would take them away from buying the product because they're still on the actual product page you've got to remember right dan that for your website and your products the majority of people coming to your website don't know you and they don't know your products they need that trust which is why your reviews are so important and you were you were right right at the start you know the reviews are critical and people look at reviews and people read them and so I think if there's a text review, that's great. But if you think about anything that you've ever purchased of any significance, if you're like me, then you head on over to YouTube and see what people write about that, right? So at the time of recording, um, the DJI action camera has just been released, right? They sent me an email saying this DJI action cam has been released. Um, click here to buy it. Well, before I did that, I went onto YouTube to see what people were saying about this DJI action camera, right? And I watched the reviews. Now, it would have been super handy if I'd have gone to the DJI page and they'd embedded some of those. So it was just all in one place and I could have just scrolled down, watch, watch, watch. Great. I'll, I'll buy it, right? So I don't, I don't think embedding the videos will be a problem. I think it will help you with your sales because it builds that credibility and it builds that trust because they get to see somebody independent and you can hear their reviews. You can hear the authenticity in their voice. I, I do. I agree with it. I'm the same with smartphones. When I'm sort of looking to get a new smartphone or any sort of upgrade for like a laptop, like that's sort of a big purchase for me personally. Like they're obviously very expensive. You, I do a lot of deep research going watching like three, four, five different like yeah, videos. Exactly. So if you can embed those on your site, you're helping people you're showing people the the different ways in which they can leave reviews so they could put a review on youtube they could put a review on instagram they could write a review on your website and you're showing those i i'm going to come back to your earlier point though of saying you need to work on reviews because when i look through your website your starter kits for example they've got a few reviews but some of the products haven't got reviews yeah. and i think it's very difficult to sell products that have no reviews on them. And I think 
minimally, I would say to you, you need to get aim in the next, you know, if you, if I was going to give you a challenge, uh, and why not? It's a coaching call, right? <laughs> if I was going to give you a challenge, then I would say to you, listen, your challenge should be to make sure that on your website this time next week, so give yourself seven days to do it, you've got at least five reviews on your website for each product, right? Now, whether that's a case of you have to go to five people that you know with, uh, what's the product I was looking at there? The Beard Shampoo, the Sweet Rum Scented Shampoo, and it's Rum Casket, cool packaging, by the way. If I have to go around, you know, five or six people that have got beards that I know, say, right, I'm gonna put this in your hand, go wash your beard, and then write a review and tell me what you think, right? And you give them the product, and they, they write the reviews for you. Do whatever you need to do to get genuine, authentic reviews, obviously, um, but you need to go and get those reviews on each product, right? The actual written text reviews, it's so, so critical. If obviously, if I need them to leave a review on the actual product itself, that is obviously where it gets a lot harder versus, I, I know I had this one person messaged me tonight on Instagram saying he's doing a review for the beard shampoo tomorrow. I've had people like tag me in photos of them using it saying, this is amazing. So I could literally just do some sort of like a screenshot or, you know, obviously an image of their like review and then upload it that way into yep. more. Yeah, like, totally put it in the product descriptions. Yep. Totally do that. That's, that's, that's what I've done. So I'm currently dropping a new product, sent out a few samples to kind of, you know, a couple of like our loyal customers. And obviously it was just one of those that I just took a few screenshots of screenshots of the combo. Yeah, just yeah. To... No, that's great. I wouldn't put them in the images here. I'd have them in the description here. Make them stand out so people see them instantly. Because I could have missed that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you looked at the product, obviously unsure what it was. Like this here is a slightly different product for like beard care. Like it's a butter which it's it's just it's different. It's you know it's like a body butter. Women use it, men use it. Like mm. oil based moisturizer. Um, so obviously it was more getting it in their face so they know straight away. So if they see it, obviously they can just kind of have a quick scroll across. But in terms of adding reviews into your content, I think it's critical. And I would put in the video reviews. I'd put in the screenshots from Instagram. I'd put in those comments just to give people the confidence to buy that product from you and make sure on each product, you know, you've got five good, clear, strong reviews. Yeah. And then that will definitely help you when people come to your site with that conversion. But, but do be super clear and super intentional about having a good review policy in terms of this is my strategy for going and getting reviews. I'm going to try this and just try how we do it and test it and evolve it uh, as you go along and you'll find something that works really uniquely with you it's yeah. no longer the case now of if i put my products on a website i send them to people they buy them they love them they will write a review it's not yeah. the case at all you have to actually ask people yeah deliberately to. to to write the review yeah. and if you do that yeah. people will and usually the people that really like you will do it they'll go oh yeah that's cool what email um sort of service you use is it built in with shopify or is it no we don't i mean we use the curious digital platform we did it with a mixture of development on the site and triggering automations and sequences in active campaign to send those sequences out 
and what happens if and when and so on and so forth. And, you know, you can do that in Active Campaign. And you can do it in MailChimp. You can do it in ConvertKit. You can do it in a whole bunch of them. You know, it's uh, they're all good services. So definitely shop around and try it out. But, yeah, I mean, for you, the big two takeaways are going to be email marketing and working on your review strategy without any doubt. Listen, yeah. it's been great, Dan, having you on the show. I, I appreciate you coming along. Yeah. And uh, if you are if you are listening to the podcast and you do have a beard, uh, check out Beard and Bones, especially if you're in the UK. Do you ship abroad or do you just ship to the UK? Ship all around the world. So no problem. So if you're anywhere in the world listening to this, uh, head on over to his site and, and try his his uh, his candy floss bomb because why would you not, right? I mean, it just sounds lush. So, so yeah. definitely give that a try. Dan, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you very much. What a great conversation with Dan that was. Hope you enjoyed listening in as we discussed the role of email marketing in acquiring customer reviews with the added challenge of keeping that personal touch, right? Uh, And and also how we make it easy for customers to leave reviews. Uh, More often than not, reviews equals hassle. So using email marketing and automation makes it quick and easy. Uh, but you still do need that personal connection. So the main aim for Dan, for me, is to become intentional about having a good review strategy. Um, There's no exact formula uh, that works for everybody every time, but you've got to start somewhere and test something and be intentional with it and don't just go on a wing and a prayer. Hope has never been the best business strategy. Okay, so I have left Dan with the challenge of coming up with at least five reviews for each product on his website in the next seven days. Can he do it? Find out at beardandbones.co.uk. And of course, if you purchase a product of Dan's, remember to leave a review on his website. It would be great if you could do that. Now, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. It is free and the show is hopefully going to be full of great stuff about how to set up, run and grow your own e-commerce business. So do make sure you subscribe to keep up to date. And of course, uh, all the show notes for today's episodes link to the sponsor, KD, Curious Digital. More information about the CoLab project, my 100 website project, uh, are on my website, mattedmondson.com, along with my social media links. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, You name it, I'm there and I love to connect with folks. So make sure you reach out and connect with me on those platforms. Thanks for listening, my fellow e-commerce entrepreneur. And I'll be back soon with some more help and advice on e-commerce. So until next time. You've been listening to the Curiosity Podcast with Matt Edmondson. Subscribe and join us next time as we carry on conversations about all things e-commerce and digital business.